0: Have you ever been asked, what do you do at a networking event or just at a party? And despite your best attempts at a great response, all you got was blank stares. Or have you spent a ton of money working on website copy and you launch your website and all you got in response was crickets? welcome to the enough already podcast i'm your host betsy jordan in every episode we talk about finding the courage to turn your unique strengths perspective and experience into a profitable purpose-driven consulting or coaching business today we're talking about the reasons why people just aren't getting it when you talk and write about what you do in my early days as a business owner it was really hard to explain what i did so hard that I often avoided situations where I might have to, which affected way more than my marketing results. It affected my self-esteem. So since then, I've learned what got in my way of effectively communicating what I did and what to do instead, which is what I want to share with you today. So here are four sneaky reasons why you two might struggle with communicating clearly the value of what you do and my proven strategies for turning this around. So let's dive in. Number one, the first big reason we're speaking our language, not theirs. So there's a couple ways that we do this. So number one, we speak out of our subject matter expertise. So here's what's so great as a consultant and coach. We have expertise. We've got the masters, we've got the certification, we've got the subject matter knowledge in the area that we might coach or consult around. But this also has a curse of knowledge that comes along with it. We know how to talk shop. We do this all the time when we hang out with our peers at professional association events and all that kind of stuff. We've got a vocabulary for talking about a topic that we may want to offer to our clients. But the way that we communicate our vocabulary can be very, very different than how our potential clients will talk about this. A very practical example came up for me the other day. I need to get some new health insurance now that I'm newly married and we are trying to talk to an insurance agent who's very competent about different programs and options and she was using so much jargon and i started getting lost and i wound up telling her like hey you know it would be totally fine if you talked to me talk to me like i'm too because i'm really not getting it and it's hard for me to make a decision your clients have that same kind of experience when you talk about your consulting and coaching methodology you may feel like this makes me sound smart right but it actually makes them feel dumb, which they really don't like. I remember when I was a brand new consultant to the animal kingdom, when I was at Disney back in 1999, and I started working with this leadership team who was a little bit of a renegade and they warned me, you know, Betsy, you better not get too much into that OD theory because we're gonna do to you what we did to Chris, your boss, when he tried doing that at our last work session. And what they wound up doing with him is that they took off his tie, they tied him to a chair And told them you better stop being too theoretical. Now all of that was in good humor, but I got the message. I need to meet my clients where they're at and not force them to join me where I'm at. Another way that we force our clients to speak our language is we speak to what we wish our clients wanted versus what they may want. As an organizational consultant, you may want very much for your executives to be as passionate about creating work environments that are healthy, Where everyone feels like they matter and everyone can do their best work as much as you care about that. But that might not be what motivates them to look for a consultant. Or let's say you're a health coach and you very much want your clients to understand how much they need to listen to their body as a key solution to their healthy lifestyle. But from their perspective, they just want to lose weight. So let me talk about the solution now to this challenge of speaking your language, not theirs. It's simply to learn their language, to speak their language, and meet your clients at their point of departure before they work with you, not after. And how you do this is you do this by talking about their problems and their desires using the actual words that are running through their minds, not yours. So this redirection from your starting point to your clients is a huge part of the brand messaging program that I offer and the copywriting support that my team offers as well. And it's really hard to do. It's really hard to make that shift. But once you do that, everything will change. Clear communication begins when you stop trying to educate your clients on what you want your clients to want, and you just tap into what they actually want, what they feel, what they need. So for example, it's highly unlikely that an executive is sitting up at night wondering like, hmm. I wonder if I could find a consultant who could help me improve my organizational capabilities to enhance my KPIs and drive sustainable growth. That's not likely what they would be thinking. So here's what they might be thinking that you could talk to. They might be thinking like, how in the heck am I going to meet my goals and earn my bonuses when I got a lot less people on my team and most of them are new. See the difference between the two? One is joining the conversation that's in their minds rather than forcing them into yours. It's also not very likely that a coaching client is sitting there thinking like, oh, I wonder how I can free myself from self-sabotage and discover how to move from self-leadership to mastery and become an inspired, authentic leader. That's not what they're going to be thinking about. They're likely to muse, how can I stop worrying about what everyone thinks about me and do what I know is right? Think about this from your perspective. Are you listening to this episode because you want me to help you trust yourself and release your power? Or is it because you want me to help you get clarity and confidence in describing the value of what you do? The key here is join the conversation that's in your client's minds. And that's a great way to get out of your own head. Get out of your own head and get into theirs. All right, now let's talk about the second reason why people aren't getting it when we talk and write about what we do. We're consultants and coaches, and a lot of us, corporate leadership is our first profession or our first career. And there we learned and we were trained and we were rewarded for corporate speak, which is the exact opposite of marketing speak. You know exactly what I'm talking about. We're actually encouraged in corporate to say stuff like, we need to optimize our processes to enhance synergies to innovate out of the box solutions that will take us to the next level. And for some reason, when you say that in a meeting, everybody starts nodding their head and it all makes sense. And all the other gobbledygook that sounds like this. I love the word gobbledygook because that's what it feels like corporate speak is. And gobbledygook as a, a word. I looked it up. And what that means is it's language that is meaningless or made unintelligible by excessive use of abstract technical terms or nonsense. The origin is 1940s, probably imitating a turkey's gobble. So I think that's kind of funny. So we have all of that from corporate speak. But let's not forget about all the APA guidelines that we had to follow when we were in college and everything we've ever learned about grammar. But here's what's so great about modern relationship driven marketing we're free. We're free to talk like a human again. So, the solution to this gobbledygook problem is to unlearn what you have learned about corporate and academic writing and simply write the way you naturally talk, and simply talk when you're having a conversation in the way that you would talk to a friend. So, when you talk to people. You don't talk in the, the third person. You talk in the second person. So if somebody asks you about your background, you don't say something like, you know, Betsy Jordan is an accomplished consultant, coach, and branding strategist with experience working with world-class organizations all around the world. You wouldn't say that, would you? Now, there might be a place where you have to write a bio and you're going to put something like that and put that in the third person, but you're not going to say that and you're not going to put that in your marketing speak. I remember there was a time period where my daughter started referring herself in the third person all the time. And the only way she stopped is when her sister and I did this little mini intervention with her over dinner and let her know how annoying it was. So you don't want to do that in your website copy. You want to talk to your clients. And when you're meeting clients in person or just even referrals, you just talk like a normal person. You wouldn't say like, know your capabilities. You'd say, know what you're awesome at. So what you want to do is replace these long-winded phrases, like something like, you know, my coaching services are designed to help you enhance your reputation and improve your individual team and organizational performance so you can better compete for future job opportunities in your company. You want to replace it with something like, I'll help you land your dream job. So let me give you some other quick copywriting tips. Use some short words. Use short words instead of the long ones. Replace like words like utilize with use or replace purchase with buy or therefore with so. Get rid of all the industry-specific jargon. Self-limiting beliefs is a concept that coaches, we all get, right? We all understand what self-limiting beliefs are. That's a brand new concept for your clients. And if it's on your website copy, they're not going to get it. They're going to pop off. Save that for your actual coaching when you're going to introduce that. SEO. I could talk to you about SEO all day long. Do you know what SEO is? Maybe you do, maybe you don't. It's search engine optimization. That's a marketing technical speak. If I'm going to do that, I'm going to be talking about like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to get found online? That kind of thing. So you want to be able to get rid of the jargon and just speak plainly. Also ditch those made up phrases like authentic leadership and inside out transformation. Guilty. These are both mine and I made up these phrases that did not work. Get rid of metaphors, especially in your business name. They mean nothing to your clients. And consultants, be extra careful about those big corporate words like trust and communication, which can mean a lot of things and nothing. Instead of saying something like, is your organization struggling with trust? It's better to say something like, are your employees complaining that your managers don't care about them and never ask for their input? Something more specific. So marketing copy must be clear for sure. You want to make sure that You get rid of hiccups, but we can break grammar rules. We can break up sentences, use ellipses, use bullets so that your copy flows and sounds like a human would speak and how you would speak. So that's the second one. Let's talk about the third reason why people aren't getting it when we write and talk about what we do. And this is a biggie. We edit while we write or speak one of the biggest communication challenges is trying to figure out what we want to say while we're trying to articulate what we want to say, which inevitably creates analysis paralysis and those clunky conversations. So for example, when you're at a networking event and someone asks you what you do, instead of being in a moment and just having a conversation about your work, you get stuck in your head trying to figure out what to say. So either you're going to get all long-winded and theoretical or you're going to mumble something like, I'm a consultant or coach and you hope that title alone will mean something. Or worse, if you're writing, you might sit at a computer all day long trying to figure out how in the world do websites work or how do you write copy, all trying to figure out what you wanna say at the same time. So this overwhelm just creates this writer's block that keeps people like us, who typically do know how to write and communicate from getting that copy done and the our websites launched, marketing stalled, you know all of the rest. So here's the solution. Separate the what you want to say from how you can best say it. I'm gonna say that one again clearly, separate the what from the how. This is the heart of my approach in both my brand positioning strategy program and especially in my brand new done for you copywriting program. So when I work with my clients on their brand positioning strategy, our focus is to figure out all the foundational elements of their business, who they serve, the problem they solve, what they do, their plan, their services, the value that they create, which gives them focus for how they're gonna stand out in the market and what they need to do to grow their business. But then we move on to website copy and this is where it becomes challenging. Website copy for all my clients has been a huge challenge and I've tried so many things over the years to try to solve this challenge. I've done group coaching programs, co-writing programs, one-on-one training, online training, and more. And the thing is, is that writing copy can be really hard when it's a brand new skill and it's also hard when you're the brand, it's all about you. So I've come up with a new approach that is totally rocking it. It is creating massive results. So what I do now is I really focus on separating the what from the how. And the results have been really powerful, more powerful than I ever expected. So here's how it works. Let me give you an example. With um, We're working on a copy with Sarah. So let me just use Sarah as an example. She has a powerful business that she's been dreaming of for a long time. So we worked a while through her brand positioning. And once we nailed the strategy down, we got to work on her copy. And it was stalled out for a while until we started working on this approach. And then everything has flown. I mean, her copy is coming out so much faster than she ever imagined. And this copy is so much better. And there's this wonderful mirroring effect that's happening where my copywriter is translating her vision into words. And it's so validating for her. So what we do is... I interviewed her for each of her, her website pages, starting with her about, then we moved on to her services, then we moved on to her homepage. So she no longer sat at her computer trying to figure out what she wanted to say or how she wanted to say it. She sat back and relaxed and just talked. And I probed the heck out of her to identify what she wanted to communicate on each page. So I took that with her strategy and the recording of these interviews, and I handed it off to my copywriter who turned all of those messages into these first drafts of copy that were amazing that these first drafts that Sarah was able to react to and then make some tweaks. And after a little back and forth, this is what Sarah said about her copy and the experience that she went through. And here's what she said. She says, all I can say is, wow, 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 and thank you. It is so impactful reading the finished copy one page after the other and absorbing the content the way my website will provide it to the others. My experience and my desire to help people have never been articulated before with such clarity and vision before. So that's where the power is, is if you can really get clear on what you want to say and separate out from how you want to say it, then your vision will be able to move forward quicker. But then if you work with a copywriter and my copywriting team, like what we're doing with Sarah, you get this extra effect of the the mirroring, the validation, like, wow, this is my vision and this is really powerful. So if you want to learn more about my done for you copywriting program, Go to www.betsyjordan, and it's Jordan with a Y.com slash copywriting and learn all about it. But my big tip to you if you're working on your own copy or working with a professional or working on your what I do statement that you might use at a networking event or when you're calling up a ne- someone that you're networking with who you hope will introduce you to other people, focus first on what you want to communicate without any consideration or thought into how. You want to communicate it until you get the what now. All right, now let's talk about the fourth reason. The fourth and most sneaky reason why people aren't getting it when we talk about what we do is we don't know who our ideal client is and the problem that we want to solve with our consulting or coaching. So therefore, our messages are vague or are all over the place. And as Seth Godin says, when you speak to everyone, you speak to no one. And here's a hard truth for us consultants or coaches. We know that our consulting and coaching methodology can really help just about anybody. But the thing is, is that we're not going to love and be effective with everybody equally. And everybody's not going to love us the same. There's going to be some people that you resonate with, some people you won't. You have a different focus. You have a different personality. There's fit. There's all kinds of things that make it different for each, each person. There's a relationship between you and your client. And It's not for everybody. So you want to make sure that you're going after the people you really want to serve. So when you try to be all things to all people or do what I call that dreaded hammer looking for a nail, um, you won't resonate really with anyone. You'll have no choice but to focus on your beliefs, your perspective, or your methodology. And now we're back to the first reason why people don't get it when you talk and write about what you do. You're speaking your language, not your clients. So here's the solution. And here's that paradigm shift that will transform your business in so many other ways. Shift the spotlight of your business from you onto your ideal client. Just going out there and getting clients can work for a time. But at some point, if you want to create a breakthrough brand and an attraction-based versus a chasing-based marketing strategy, you need to begin with who you serve first. Then what? Next week, I'll be talking about the five things you need to know about your ideal clients to create messages about what you do that resonate with them So be sure to hit subscribe on your podcast app so you don't miss this episode. So let's recap the four reasons why people just aren't getting it when you write and talk about what you do and the related solutions. Number one, we're speaking our language, not theirs. The solution, speak their language and meet them at their point of departure before they work with you, not after. Number two, we're trained and rewarded for corporate speak, which is the exact opposite of marketing speak. The solution, unlearn what you've learned about corporate and academic writing and simply write the way you naturally talk. Simply have conversations the way you naturally talk. Number three, we edit while we write or while we speak. The solution, separate the what you wanna say from how you can best say it. And four, we don't know who our ideal client is. The solution, first who, then what? Focus your business on who you serve and then the rest will follow. So take action now. Number one, review these four different challenges that people have when trying to communicate what they do and identify which might be your biggest challenges and just try on any one of the solutions that I offered and see which ones resonate. Number two, next time you're working on a message, either verbally or in writing, try out my who, what, and how communication method. So as you're looking at the messages you're trying to put together, begin with thinking through who is it that you're communicating to, then decide what do you want to say, and then figure out how you want to say it. Think about who, then the what, then the how. Always go in that order. Number three, try out the talk to text features you might have either on your phone or jumping on a Zoom call. Record your messages first and get them transcribed. When you talk, you might get into a little bit more of a natural flow when you're working on, let's say, website copy or some marketing materials, something along those lines. Try that out. And number four, be sure to check out my done-for-you copywriting service at www.betsyjordanwithay.com forward slash copywriting. You'll get amazing website copy fast. Plus, you'll see tangible examples of how your messages and ideas get turned into words that connect, convince, and convert. So, that's it for today. Don't forget to tune into my next episode where I'll be sharing with you more about figuring out who your ideal client is, what you need to know about them for your branding and messaging purposes. Until next time, thanks for listening. Thank you for tuning in. If today's episode lit a fire on you, please rate and review enough already on Apple Podcasts or subscribe wherever you listen. And if you're looking for your next step, visit me on my website at betsyjordan.com and it's Betsy Jordan with a Y and you'll learn all about our end-to-end services that are custom designed to accelerate your success. Don't wait, start today.